Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to My Millionaire Money Professional. My name is Dev Raga, and I'm your host. And in this episode, we'll go through some of the stages of retirement, which you should be prepared for in your life. Often we see retirement as the holy grail event in our lives, but it may not be easy for some of us to let go of some of the activities in our life, which we've gotten so used to during our working lives and doing it for such a long time. But in this episode, I'll break down some of the phases and stages of retirement. And I think all of us need to think about retirement than more than just a number. I think we need to think about it as to what we're going to do day to day, a lifestyle decision. Let's get started. If you want me to discuss a specific topic or if you have a specific question, don't hesitate to contact me via Twitter or via Facebook. And for those of you that are new to the channel, remember the three main aims, education, empowerment, and entertainment. Now, what is retirement? The definition is when you permanently leave the workforce and the time from permanently leaving the workforce until you die is called the retirement period. Generally speaking in Australia, the age of retirement is 65 years and above, but this does not automatically correlate with the age of which the aged pension is available. That is usually at the age of 67 or even 70, depending on when you were born. The concept of retirement has existed since the 18th century around the world, but it was really only in the 19th century when Germany actually first started to formally introduce policies surrounding this concept. Now, what influences someone's decision to retire from the workforce? Generally speaking, there are five main things. Number one is your health status. This is probably one of the biggest factors determining whether you can continue in the workforce or not. Many people are forced into retirement because their health status just doesn't allow them to work anymore. Or there is little work options in terms of flexibility of workplace arrangements due to their health. Number two is their financial circumstances. Some people just don't need to work anymore because they've reached financial independence. And sometimes with the support of government age pension systems and retirement investments, they have enough money to cover their expenses so they can retire. Number three is the type of work they do. Some people are less attached to work and don't actually like their working conditions. Healthcare is a classic example of that. The pandemic has meant people are simply just fed up with their work environments. It's so busy, things are tough and you just get paid poorly and treated relatively badly. So some have chosen to reduce work hours and be semi-retired or outright retire from their job. In other words, they're just sick of it. Number four is labour market conditions. Now, in some jobs, there may not be any demand in the special type of work that they do. For example, the coal industry. The coal is actually a great energy source and has been for a number of years and decades in the past. But as we move forward, 
it's likely going to be used less and less, and it's seen as a polluting substance. So if you're a co-worker working in the mines, it'll be all right if you are a little bit older, but you're thinking about getting into a new industry, you may not have a job in the future. Market conditions have determined your ability to work in your field. And I'm just using coal as an example. So your option in that field is changed. So you have a few options there. That is, you can continue to work in that field or change your field of work or simply retire if you're getting to the retirement age. And number five is caring responsibilities. If you're responsible for caring for older parents or relatives or persons with disabilities in your family, it has a bearing on what type of work you can do and whether you can or want to work anymore. Now, retirement has a psychological impact. Now, there's been many studies published on how people are accustomed to major life events like marriage, divorce, and other life events like health events, but very little research has actually been done or published to study the psychological reasons and effects of retirement. I actually found this quite surprising that one of the biggest life events that most of us will face at some stage hasn't really been studied too much. Now, let's have a look at the life stages we face. Children leave the security of their parents and their home and they start attending school. And therefore, for most children, as they grow up, most evenings are relatively free. Yeah, the occasional homework. And after school and studies, they become adults. They start commencing work. And this means responsibilities and longer days and accountability, particularly when it comes to finances. Most weekends are now free depending on the profession you choose. Then it comes to partnership and marriage and having children. Now slowly, your after hours on weekdays and weekends are being eaten up by other commitments and responsibilities. Now, for all the parents out there, you know what I mean on weekends. We kind of become Uber services for our children. Piano in the morning, maybe violin in the afternoon, language classes, tuition, sports. It all takes time and adds up. Then eventually your kids grow up and then you're now focused on the post-children life. A bit more time on your hands and now you've got a bit more time after hours, maybe a bit more time on the weekends and perhaps a bit more free time. And eventually we come to retirement when we don't really have any day-to-day career responsibilities. We don't have any day-to-day caring responsibilities and potentially lots of free time. Now, the occasional caring for the grandkids or helping out your children, that's always going to be there, but you don't have anything structured built in into your life. But here's the problem. We've begun a routine in our lives even since we entered school. Now, during retirement, all of a sudden, that routine is gone. And despite the fairy tales of retirement being this rosy picture and drinking at the beachside, for a lot of people, it's actually a very anxiety-provoking event. And personally, I think I'd struggle to fill the time if I didn't have a routine in retirement. I'm very much a routine person. I get up really early in the morning and I have a routine. I have specific lists and things I do every week and every day at work and home, and at all stage of my life, there's a significant portion of structure in my life. So it's absolutely imperative we plan for our retirements. That includes me. We need to construct it. We need to think about how it looks like. We need to think about day-to-day things. How would that look like? Now, finances of retirement is just one small element, but it's all the other things which I think are much more important. So, Let's have a look at the phases of retirement, the so-called stages. 
Phase one is the pre-planning stage. When you think about it, my podcast and my principles are all about financial literacy, concepts, and financial principles. So I'm trying to pre-plan my retirement and I'm trying to educate all of you to pre-plan your retirement from a numbers game. And these principles come in handy during accumulation stage, but also will come in handy during your retirement stage. And I get asked all the time about the financial ins and outs of retirement, but no one's actually ever asked me how retirement planning outside of finances actually looks like. The problem is we all think retirement is just a figure, a numbers game, but it's much more than that. If we don't think about it like a whole package, we will all struggle. Think about it, right? Currently, we have busy jobs, worrying about expenses, interest rates, family commitments, investments, fees, kids, just going through life. So it gets so hard for many of us to think 30, 40, 50 years ahead and actually think about what life will be like on a day-to-day basis. So plan for it. Think about how you want your retirement to look like from a day-to-day perspective, as well as your financial perspective. That's phase one, the pre-planning stage. And here's a brilliant quote that I found, and I don't know who actually said this, and it goes something like this. Life is not measured by the number in your bank account, but the memories you create. Therefore, focus on how your finances can maximize your life, not the other way around. Phase two is the actual day. It's arriving. This is a period when the retirement day finally arrives. There's lots of parties, there's celebrations, there's handshakes, there's farewells, there's congratulatory statements, there's presents, there's gifts. But as I prepare for this episode, for example, I can think of a few colleagues around me who are well onto their way to retirement in another few months. Congratulations to them. This event is similar to the beginning of the life stage at marriage. You have the whole lives ahead of you, is something we all say to a lot of newly married couples. Phase three is the initial moment of euphoria and happiness when the day comes and you begin your retirement journey. Freedom. That signifies retirement in the initial months to a few years post-retirement. Often retirees make a plan and do all the right things they want to do. Holidays, road trips, hobbies, projects, renovations, sports, whatever, social events. And usually this time frame lasts about six months to 12 months. Now, let's take a quick break. And when I come back, we'll continue to learn about the retirement phases. There's a few more phases that we need to talk about. Be right back. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, welcome back. Phase four is the business side of retirement. The congratulations are over. People have left. Parties are over. And now you've done all the things you wanted to do in your retirement. Then one day you realize, is this it? Is this what retirement is all about? Now, boredom is a huge risk here. This is very similar to a wedding and the initial three to six month honeymoon period is over. Then we actually have to make the marriage work. Things can be tricky and hard to do. Some of the feelings which usually happen during this phase is boredom, disillusionment, feelings of uselessness, loneliness. And I'm still talking about retirement and not about marriage, by the way. And this is the highest risk period for entering clinical depression for retirees. Mental illness amongst older people is much higher than what you might think. And the other battle here is to actually spend the money that you've worked so hard to save during your accumulating phase. Often we're wired to save money. In fact, that's the motto of this podcast, right? I mean, I talk about pay yourself first. I talk about keep your expense ratios lower. I talk about invest and do it for the long term. So we're so focused on the savings element and the investments and sometimes to actually spend money on the other side can be quite a struggle. It can be quite anxiety provoking. Now, if you spend money, will you have enough for your latter part of your retirement? All these questions start to go through your mind. Right now, some of my colleagues are going through exactly this phase. They're worried that they might run out of money in their retirement and they're in their 40s and 50s thinking about their retirement in their 60s. Phase five is reorganization of your life, probably the most important phase. This stage is when you start to accept retirement and start to build your retirement identity. And for most people, retirement can last as long as their workforce time. So it's a very, very long period. That is, if you work for 30 years, your retirement could last more than that. Defining your purpose, who you are, what skills you can give back to the world is really important. I see this as a huge problem with healthcare workers. Most of our lives, we've worked in a very unique niche and specialist environment. Our skills in healthcare are not really transferable to some of the other areas. So it's important to reorientate yourself and readjust. One of the common things a lot of nurses and doctors do in retirement is teach. Teaching is fabulous, enables you to stay up to date and gives you a sense of purpose during your retirement. Wisdom is something which is not really taught much in medical school. And phase six, the last phase. This is the moment of reality. You design your post-retirement life. You accept your day-to-day activities. You plan, you execute them and learn to live your new life. The reality is during retirement, most people return to some form of paid or unpaid work. And usually this happens after about three years into the retirement period when boredom and lack of purpose sets in. Usually these phases overlap with each other and life planning is something which is routinely done with financial planners and advisors. So perhaps if you have one, ask them about retirement planning and what are some of the things you can do from a retirement planning perspective, not just a money aspect, but the day-to-day things. Don't just focus on the numbers and the money side, focus on the life side and connect the two for a more fulfilling retirement life. Now I did speak about mental health before, particularly in older people, So what are some of the things retirees can do to reduce the risk of mental illness in retirement? Number one is physical health. There's a direct relationships between physical health and mental health. Sunshine and the outdoors is a good thing. Exercising leads to better sleep, better health physically, and improves your mental health. 
The data cannot be any clearer. Number two is what gives you purpose? You may wish to do purposeful or meaningful work. If you visit a lot of hospitals, you'll notice older people volunteering, helping patients out. That's a great thing to do during your retirement. Gets you out and about and you get to learn and meet new people and develop social skills and maintain them. Number three is connecting with others. The pandemic has made things difficult over the last two to three years. But now that restrictions are over and we are free birds again, it's completely nice to be able to socially connect in person. This can be family, children, relatives, friends, social clubs, RSL, whatever you want. But here are the stats. Globally, by 2050, the number of people aged 60 and over will double from currently at 12% to 22%. 6.6% of the disabilities in the elderly are going to be mental health or some form of neurological related. That includes dementia. Approximately 15% of people aged greater than 60 will suffer from some sort of a mental health condition. And the total number of people with dementia in year 2050 will be more than 150 to 200 million, compared to around 50 to 60 million today. And depression itself will account for about 7% of the total diagnoses in older people. Now, I hope this provides a glimpse into some of the phases of retirement. And what's the take-home message here? Number one, important to focus on the numbers for retirement. I think that's important. And I don't want you to stop doing that. What I'm saying is don't just focus on the numbers. Maybe you want to develop other skills. In fact, one of the things that I think I'll do in my retirement, I'm not going to work to age 65 full time. I'll be retired much before then, hopefully, and hopefully reach financial independence uh, as soon as possible. But one of the things that I probably will do is I'll continue to teach. I'll continue to learn and I'll continue to teach in medicine, but also continue to teach in finances for mostly healthcare workers or anyone that needs help. That's going to be my long-term purpose. That's what gets me going. That's what makes me happy. And that's what makes me enjoy what I do. Think about how retirement means for you and how your retirement day-to-day looks like in the future. And use your financial tools to make retirement what it's meant to be for you. Don't just focus on the numbers because I think that's a red flag. That's about it for this episode. Remember to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you may be using. Or just leave a five-star review on all of the platforms. That's even better. And please leave a positive review. I love reading them. And thank you for those that have left really nice reviews recently. The more ratings and reviews you leave, the more people get access to this podcast, which is free. And that helps people. My name's Dev Raga. This is My Millennium Money Professional. And until next time, please make sure you stay safe. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.